You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. Chris Horwadell joined by Mario Hines. Mario, how's it going? I'm feeling good, Chris. What's up, man? Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I was surprised to learn that, uh, that Marvel's What If is uh, streaming now. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited about that. I still haven't caught up on Loki, still haven't caught up on, uh, on Black Widow, but What If is now out, and I'm, I'm looking forward to digging into all of that. I've got so much content to, uh, to consume as soon as I get to it. you got to hurry up, man, because before you know it, you'll be that person that has to sit down and binge. And it's actually kind of fun that way. It's a little jealous. Mm-hmm. You're having to wait, but I'm excited for what if I actually I didn't clock the rollout date either. I just woke up to it being out. Yeah, I think I'm do it after. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, oh, I in my head that was later this month. So yeah, whatever, I'll take it. Um, there's a ton going on, not just in the entertainment world, but the sports world in general. I've got BavadaSportsbook.com open in front of me. We have uh, just a, a litany of team-specific props that I thought would be super interesting to dig into. Um, we've, we're now one week into the NFL season, the NFL preseason at least. Uh, it's, it's just so bizarre, man. I, I know I, I keep repeating myself here, but it is so bizarre that, uh, that football is upon us. It is. It is. It, I, again, the thing that's keeping me aware of this holistically is the training camp videos and all that stuff. Everyone mm-hmm. wants a piece. but I haven't really settled into like, oh, gear up for preseason and those stories. What it'll mean for the team in the regular season. What to look out for. I still haven't gotten into that mode yet. So I need to hunker down this weekend, really look myself in the mirror and say, are you mm. ready for football? Have it. Yeah, well, and, and figure out what to do if the answer is no. Oh, man, I don't even want to imagine <laughs> no at this point, but I'll work through. So you and I have a fairly similar taste in, in the kind of stuff that we watch, the kind of stuff we enjoy. And uh, I've got to tell you, there's another, there's another show out there before we dig into all of this. I don't know if it would, it would have come across your radar. It certainly was, I was very late to it myself. But mm-hmm. uh, have you watched the show Ted Lasso? No, I don't even think I'm familiar. Okay, t- so Ted Lasso is, uh, stars Jason Sudeikis. Mm-hmm. As, it's an Apple TV Plus show. Uh, stars Jason Sudeikis as a, a American football coach hired by a soccer team. Effectively, I won't, I won't give any spoilers, but it is the single best new television show I've seen in five years. Are you serious? It like is that raving? And I do, I do not like soccer. And it doesn't matter that it's about soccer. It could be about anything. It could be about a book club. It could be, it could be about uh, you know, a 4-H club. It's the, the characters, the stories, it's, it's unbelievable. Watch Ted Lasso. Everybody needs to be watching Ted Lasso. Season, huh? two, uh, season two, episode three out, uh, out this Do past Do I need week. to watch season one? I, I certainly would because okay. it's, I, I, I'm not the world's biggest uh, binger, as we alluded to earlier, mm-hmm. but I watched all of Ted Lasso in one day. All right, cool. I can, I can, <laughs> I can take a bite out. Ted Lasso on the docket for Sunday. And, Give it, give it, give it three episodes. They're like, uh, they're like thirty minute episodes. Give it three. Oh. The, the first one's kind of like a little setup episode, and mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't, it isn't rolling, uh, you know, entirely until it gets into two and three. Got you. I can do that, no problem. Thirty minutes, nothing. 
All right. Well, let's so let's talk a little football here. These team props, I stumbled across these today at Bavada, and I am uh, I'm fascinated by them because some of them are just some of them are crazy, some of them are unrealistic, some of them uh, some of them very well could happen. Uh, I want to get your take on them. We won't go obviously team by team, but we'll we'll jump around here. The first team up is the Washington football team props. Um, let's see what is the most the most interesting one here, they it lists, I don't know, seven, eight props for each team. How about this one? Ryan Fitzpatrick to have over 3,900.5 regular season passing yards and for Washington to make the playoffs, plus 285 at Bavada. Oh, man. I'm going under on this. Well, I mean, it's, not, not, it's not a, it's a yes or no at this point. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> I know it's what you mean, though. Yeah, yeah. Un- under on the yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a no because they're not going to make the playoffs. Oh. And he's also not the yard. Oh, this is a double negative, which is, yeah, I believe, I believe I it's like a positive. It. So that's a positive I'm, for I'm, you. I'm confused now. <laughs> yes, it is a positive <laughs> for me. I, can I tell you, I'm terrified by this Washington team. That defense, they came into their own last year and. It, Ryan Fitzpatrick is this weird case of a guy who just keeps getting better every single year. Yeah, it's also a case of Ryan Fitzpatrick, Green, <laughs> all of the Fitzes. Having a, a situation where he's not um, expected to, to be the guy. And this time around, and that usually is the, the recipe for disaster when it comes to his career, to be honest. So, and then with the defense, I don't expect a major drop off. I do expect a, a little bit of a disappointment based on expectation. I think living mm-hmm. up to that and then the youth and having to, to shift that. I definitely believe in Ron and keeping the stability of that defense intact. But, you know, all things considered, and I don't think I don't think uh, Ryan will keep them in in great territory as far as the defense not being on the field often. He'll have his games. Don't worry. We'll, we'll see that. I'm not negating that thing. But I'm, I'm not completely sold, okay. Washington. This Tennessee uh, Titans props up next. There's two really interesting ones. The one I'm going to go with, however, Derrick Henry to have over 299.5 rushing yards in any regular season game. Plus 5,000 at Bavada. I'm going with that. I'm going with that. I think he can still turn out one. He's doing the physically dominating prep. And as long as he is at the top of his physicality, he's going to run into a team that's not ready for it, whether it be injuries or whatever. They won't be ready for it. And he can turn out at least seven. I, I mean, dropping dropping a 300 mark on anybody is... Uh is pretty spectacular. But if, if anyone's prepared to do that, it's Derrick Henry, another guy who, like Fitzpatrick, magically gets better as he has more carries in his body, and it just doesn't seem to make sense. I mean, this is now not just an NFL anecdote. This is the man, the man's aggregated data. <laughs> I would like to see his Pop Warner carries <laughs> to, to validate this, but we can't, we can't press against it and he's he's uh he's earned it after after this past year of not falling off and not mm-hmm. having the body just destroy itself near the end of the season i'm like okay hands up you are the anomaly and i'm just going to roll with it that i'm on 100% the same train as you are there 
I went into last season expecting him to be another version of Eddie George, where now I put him in a category with just the physical anomalies like LeBron James, and that's just that's who he is. Yeah, that's it. And no no need to wait for the other shoe to drop. It just is what it is, and it's it's actually magnificent, spectacular. Like I said, let's just enjoy the fact that we have it. 100%. All right, going to Tampa Bay, here's a fun one. Tom Brady to, resco- to score a receiving touchdown during the regular season, plus 1,000 at Pavada. <laughs> I get the question. I get, I get the whole prop. I get it. From my observation, I think that play, and we know what we're talking about. This was a very mm-hmm. in-vogue play for the last three years. Philly, maybe a little longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's actually trending down. And it won't be Tom Brady who is the recipient of one that works this year. So I'm going to go with no here. But just overall, anybody that's looking out for the quarterback pass back, it's trending downward. It's defensible. It's becoming more and more defensible. Don't don't rely on it. Don't bank. At some point, somebody is just going to get absolutely ruined by that. Yeah. Because, you know, receivers get the ball, and they want to make that. A receiver has the option to throw the ball. He wants to throw the ball. It takes a lot for him to tuck it or throw it out of bounds. Yeah, it's going to take a disciplined receiver in a very disciplined moment, and that few and far between. So, Yeah, they don't really have a ton of uh, veteran receivers up there in New England at this point, which no. sounds weird to say. Uh, the 49ers prop, I think this may be the most likely of everything we've talked about so far. The, the prop here is that Debo Samuel and George Kittle combined for over 1,999.5 regular season receiving yards, minus 110 at Bavada. That seems, that seems like a go. That seems like a thumbs up. I don't even, that's not even odd. Especially with the 17-game season. It's basically just saying both of these guys make it through the season relatively healthy. Right, right. And at some point, you've got to have one of those seasons. You know, I'm not going to say that that's going to be both of their careers. I think they will be knickknack guys, mainly Debo. But this could be, this is the year. If they get through healthy, the yards will add up. I want to, I want to find some stuff that's more, more out there. I like this Tom Brady prop, but uh, <laughs> how about, well, this may be, this may be out there, but just in, in a different way. Looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers, the prop here is that Najee Harris, rookie running back from Alabama, has over 9,999.5 rushing yards in the regular season, and Pittsburgh wins the AFC. Uh, The combination. First, I don't think he'll get that many yards. He'll get close enough. It'll feel like that many yards because it'll be high impact Mm -hmm. yardage. That's just what I believe. Steelers winning the North. I mean, Baltimore has a COVID problem. Yeah, they have a Lamar Jackson problem. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, anyways, Cleveland, I still believe in. I think they are just who they are, and you can rely on that. Is that a AFC champion? With mean, Cincinnati, they're still in the open. No, 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 all around. All around. Yeah, plus uh, thirty five hundred at Bavada. There, I think actually maybe the more interesting one. Uh, ben Roethlisberger over 3,900.5 passing yards and over 29.5 passing touchdowns plus 300 at Bavada. You, you will win big money if it's the yes, but no, no, no. I even... Yeah, I really hope he doesn't even get uh, in that vicinity. <laughs> uh, let's see. The Philadelphia Eagles. 
Oh boy, some of these are just, uh, some of these are a little insulting, like how high the odds are to be the number one seed in the NFC. <laughs> Let's, uh, probably fair though, Let's go with rookie Devontae Smith to score 10 or more regular season receiving touchdowns plus 800 at the bottom. Damn it. Because this in in no way, shape, or form uh, is fully expressive of my expectation of Devontae. But no, 10 is a lot. Let's Let's not start to forget how hard it is to score receiving touchdowns as a rookie. Mm-hmm. The primary guy. I mean, Justin Jefferson played outstanding. You know, it, 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 they didn't come. There's still a lot of question marks. But I'll say, I'll say, I'm going to say under. But to make sure I big up uh, Devontae, I would say five or six. We're, we're going to see five or six, which is I solid. I'm disappointed in that season. Five or six. That means a touchdown every three games for Devontae, basically. I, well, want, to, I want better than that. I mean, what do you what do you truly expect out of him? Forty two touchdowns, forty two receiving touchdowns. Got it. Three three a game. So I get it. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. fair enough. No, it feels reasonable to me. Um, we're, we've locked it in. Plus another twenty from Raker. This is going to be a high <laughs> high scoring Philadelphia offense. Uh, the the Jets props are really interesting because Zach Wilson props fall on both sides, both pro and con. I'm going to take the con here because that's a little bit more interesting. And that is Zach Wilson throws 20-plus regular season interceptions plus 500 at Bavada. Oh, poor Zach. Mentally, he might be ready for how poor, he, poor of a performance he puts on consistently. I don't think it'll, it'll, it'll last the test of time. I, I do, do actually think he's going to end up being a solid quarterback. But this year, no. I think, I think it's going to be a pretty abysmal season. Hmm. Uh, I, this one, moving to their their crosstown brethren, the Giants, Saquon Barkley with twelve hundred plus rushing yards. Um, sorry, I moved it. Saquon Barkley twelve hundred plus rushing yards, plus Daniel Jones four hundred plus rushing yards, plus three fifty at Bavada. Did Daniel have last? Uh, yeah. Have to look the have to look that up. I will do that in just a second. But he he did run pretty well. He had that, uh, he that very very long run, maybe against Philadelphia, honestly. Yeah. But uh, that I'm still trying to forget. But if I remember correctly, he fumbled at the one, so <laughs> it worked out for us. Uh, Daniel Jones last year oh, as four twenty three, four twenty three. Okay, okay. Protect. Protect Saquon Barkley, please. Please protect Saquon Barkley. We need more running back representation for its phase out of the game in a weird way. Mm-hmm. 1,200 yards would feel to me like you're forcing it in an unhealthy way. So as much as the Daniel Jones 400 yards is doable, more than doable, I'm nervous about the 1,200, and I'm going to say Yeah, is this kind of just betting on Saquon being healthy? Yeah, yeah. And, and what does that health even look like? You know, we don't want to say, quote unquote, return to old form, meaning pre-injury never happened, maybe right. rookie year. That's not that's not what health is. It's, it's making sure that he can do what we expect him to do consistently and then build up that endurance to do that. And 1200 is just scary for me. The New Orleans Saints, uh, New Orleans Saints to be the number one seed in the National Football Conference. That is plus 1,400 at Bavada. 
with no Michael Thomas likely, with Jameis. He might actually play with a chip on his shoulder this uh-huh. year with the way things are going. But if, if it's there, he'll throw it to the other team at some point. <laughs> I just don't see them being number one in, a, in the NFC. There's, there's, with, within the division, you've got the Buccaneers. You know, I don't, I don't see it, so I'm going to go no here. I want, I want to say yes to one of these, but mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't betray myself to do it. What do you think happens with Michael Thomas? This is such a weird situation. I mean, ugh. wishful thinking, obviously, make a foolish trade to the Lions, but <laughs> if I can really think about it, if I really, really think about it, he'll be a suit up by the season starts uh, for the Saints and then eventually move during the season. I was, uh, I could see that. I was looking, we're on another show, we're looking at some positional groups in the NFL, and we, we stumbled across that Lions wide receiver room. <laughs> and man, it might, I think they make a real case for being the worst single positional group in the entire NFL. Yeah, it's our time to fly under the radar. It's our time. I think, you know, Cephas is going to surprise some, some guys. I mean, with TJ Hawkinson, who's, in that room, I'm not, ca- I'm not counting Hawkinson. Hawkinson's a stud, but the, uh, actual, okay. the actual receivers are lackluster. Yeah, it's, it's that time. I'm okay with it. I'm okay because this is the first time in a long time that we haven't had at least one guy with uh, above average expectation to, to line up on. So it, it's, it's refreshing in that sense. There's no ex- expectation for me. There should be no expectation for golf. So there shouldn't be any um, freezing in the pocket, eyeballing one guy. And I think that I mean it may be it may be Hawkinson, but that's mm. gonna with that with the video of him, the way it's been described too is, is is bothering me because throws in triple coverage. First of all, it wasn't like absolute triple coverage. It was three levels. It was three different levels that he threw. Through. Right. You know, so I don't like the the verbiage there. And he was open, and he threw it in a spot that made him turn around and grab it. But. I like it. I like that we're under the radar. I think it'll help spread the ball. I think it'll make us a more effective offense, harder to defend in that sense. And we don't have to overwhelm with talent. We can be consistent, protect the defense. And uh, we'll surprise some teams. I think a couple shows ago I said seven wins, so I'm, I'm sticking with that. I've got to tell you that uh, I don't know that I would want him coaching my team, but I'm thrilled to death that Dan Campbell exists in the NFL. <laughs> what makes you say that? I love I love what we've get, we're get, what we're getting so far. I'm glad it's us. But why uh, why wouldn't you want him donning the uh, teal and uh, black and silver and white? I, I don't know that he's ready to be an NFL head coach, but he's he's impossible not to root for. I like, agree. He, he's such a character. He's such a he's such a weirdo, and it's so genuine. Yeah. So my hope is that these coordinators and and position coaches are airtight with their prep, because I do agree that there are going to be some gaps. You. you you, you imagine so, but you've got guys excited if you're Dan Campbell. You've got the fan base excited if you're Dan Campbell. There are actual tangible things changing or at least appear to be changing and shifting. Mm-hmm. So if these, if these position coaches and the coordinators are like, look, I'm holding down what is my responsibility, we may limit some of the lack of experience or you know, gaps in, in overall um, in-game management, stuff like that, I think, I think we'll be all right. But, but to note. Yeah, I hopped on the computer this morning, and one of the first things that I saw was a video of Dan Campbell excitedly talking about a job where he was butchering chickens. 
he would have had a job where he was butchering. <laughs> like what? It's, it's like, <laughs> all right. Like I, I love him. I do. I love the guy, but I, I hope, and I hope uh, for your sake and for his, for his sake, I hope he's, uh, I hope he succeeds. I really do. I'm, uh, what do you call success before, before we? Uh, I mean, this is a tough year. Like you said, the wide receiver room, you can, you can say flying under the radar. That's just code for they're not very good. <laughs> and, and you have a guy who the other team gave up the extra first-round picks to, to not get, basically. <laughs> um, so I don't – This it's going to be tough. Uh, success is a positive culture in Detroit. There we go. And, and uh, five. I, I think anything above five is house money. There we go. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Positive culture being the number one standout. Do they look like a different competitive team? Are they not making dumb bonehead decisions and moves on the field uh, in free agency? Things like that you want to see. So I think, I think we can expect that. Will he be tenured for the next five to eight years? I don't know. Will he set us up for success? I'm sliding my chips to the middle of the table a little bit closer each time I see him uh, commit to something. I'm not 100% sure you know how poker works. You, don't just, you can't just like kind of put them in the middle. I know, I know, I know. It's like, <laughs> no, sir, is that your bet or not, sir? <laughs> sir, this is a Wendy's. Um, but anyway, uh, I, hope he, I hope he wins. And you know, if, if this year is change the culture and get yourself in a position where you can add a Spencer Rattler or a Matt Corral or a Sam Howell, and so be it, uh, and or any of the, the the litany of other people who uh, inevitably in, increase their stock during the season. So, yeah. I, I've said it before. I said it a couple of weeks ago, but I don't remember being this excited about a college football season than I am this year, especially with the news today that Carson Wentz is on track to play Week One, and that uh, that extra that third first round pick is very much in play. <laughs> this is so interesting. I hope, I hope, I hope nothing bad happens to that man. But this is an interesting track to put him on. I don't believe in it, but I know the game. I know how this goes. You, I won't even burn the bread of what, what happened during the game. But yeah, gear yourself up. Gear yourself up for, for making positive. positive. I, would, uh, I, I don't believe that there's any scenario where Carson Wentz would be playing week one if, if Quentin Nelson didn't suffer the exact same injury. I think we'd probably be seeing Carson around week four or five, but since since Nelson is ha- literally has the exact same injury, they're similar ages, and Nelson, you know, has 50, 60 pounds on the guy, uh, and he's saying I'm gonna, he's colorfully saying I'm going to do everything I can to be ready for week one. Yeah, where yeah, I, I think that put a little added pressure on the the quarterback of the football team to also be in the lineup. Absolutely, oh, very. This Patriots prop also is also interesting. They had that weird day where they spent a ton of money on tight ends. And uh, th- that prop's going to play into this. Hunter Henry plus Johnny Smith combined for 1,500 plus regular season receiving yards plus 1,200 at Bavada. No, 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 no. Don't try to recreate the past that way. Mm. No way will they have a tight end duo that explosive. That's explosion. I know it's a it's a cliche term, especially offensively, but that is explosion from the tight end uh, position for two guys to what I'm just going to split down the middle and say 770. Mm-hmm. No way, no way. One guy may hit 700, 
The other guy may hit a consistent, you know, high impact 400, and you count your win that way. Not doing it with the yard. Sorry. Sorry about that. I don't know, but when you're talking about the receiving, the receiver room is Nelson Aguilar, Jacoby Myers, and Kendrick Bourne. You have to think that those tight ends are going to be options one and B, uh, or one and two, or A and B. Why? <laughs> why they would be one and B? I don't know. It's all good. Well, they didn't move Harry yet. I'm not. Did they? I'm not. They have. There's. He is still on the roster, but that seems like that's just a. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they may get someone for him. Is what I mean. Maybe. And then. I really think the run game will continue to be important. The the screen game slash lateral passing game will be important. Who knows what they want to do with Cam? I'm not sure if it's running. But you have a point. I just don't think that product that productivity is high level, like elite mm-hmm. tight end productivity from two guys that, yeah, it's cool that they got the contracts and we hope for the best, but they're not those guys off the bat, off top. Yeah, it's not Gronk and... Uh... And the, the other guy whose name we won't say. Yeah. Um, he, if he did nothing else, he made some, for some very interesting documentaries. Uh, <laughs> moving on to the Minnesota Vikings. Let's go with... Uh, let's just go... Let's go easier here. Kirk Cousins, over 4,250 regular season passing yards... Plus Dalvin Cook, fourteen and a half regular season touchdowns, plus three fifty at Bavada. I'm going with it. Okay, I'm going with this one. I'm going with this. I'm going with this. Kirk Cousins. I actually sense a bounce back year. I don't know where. Um, did we get news on Justin Jefferson's shoulder? I, I think he's still banged up. I'm gonna check it out while you're talking. Yeah, let me know. But I sense bounce back. I think there's some. I mean, right now actually, it's prime in the north for you to get some garbage yards as teams figure out what they who they are and what the hell they're gonna do so that's gonna that's gonna work Jefferson injury looks minor at this point looks like they got lucky AC joint hopefully and so yeah he'll be back at some point play through the pain young fella he doesn't look like the type that would but play through the pain young fella shots fired it's it's just different different he's very skilled very advanced but I think it's just a different, you know, very much a don't-touch-me receiver. And I, AC joint was the, besides losing my bottom four teeth, the AC joint was my only major injury. And I consider myself pretty mentally tough with a high threshold of pain. And sometimes this fucking arm just died on mm. even the lightest contact. And I, I just take uh, Justin as a guy that thrives on don't-touch-me. <laughs> and so I don't, know, I don't know how far that'll get. But I think that Kirk Cousins will bounce back in, in enough ways to get his yards. Don't know if it'll translate to wins. Dalvin Cook will score. Definitely a year for that. Give me yes in this prop. Minnesota fan, slide your money. Put your- All right. Well, here is a, here's an interesting one. Heading over to Miami. Will Fuller, Jay, uh, what, I forget. He, he came out and said his name's been, been mispronounced. For like his whole life, oh, Jalen Waddell and uh, Devontae Parker each have one thousand plus regular season receiving yards plus two thousand at Bavada. Okay, you're gonna have to repeat that number again because as you were talking, I wanted to argue the man's pronunciation of the name because I don't understand how we could have been doing that and how this is just a new. This seems like a newfound phenomena of mm-hmm. 
you guys have been saying it wrong and now i'm correcting after all this time but anyway what are the numbers sorry uh for for mr fuller mr waddell and mr parker they each need to have 1000 plus regular season receiving yards each each <laughs> I mean, there's so many dependencies. Let's like let's not, let's act like Devontae is gonna have a great year. Mm-hmm. Let's act, <laughs> yeah. Let's act like Will Fuller's healthy, as healthy as he can be, and let's act like Mr. Waddell is not a rookie. Let's yeah. act like all those things are in place. We still have to see Tua come along in a positive way to allow for three one thousand yard receivers. So I'm trying to speak this logic through before I stomp my uh notary pad that says no just stomp that on top of this prop like no way that um doesn't feel like a good stamp to have it's like it's, you're a very negative person um by the way will fuller's never had a thousand receiving yards in, in the nfl the closest he's come is 879 last year but granted did that in 11 games so we saw the explosion it's just a matter of he's never even come close to a thousand so and couple that with the fact that, you know, look what look what Henry Ruggs did last year, Waddell's college teammate and number eight overall pick was basically a non factor for the for the Raiders as a rookie. This is man, this is as hard a no as I've seen so far in what we've talked about. I agree one thousand percent. I don't know, I'm gonna lean a little bit to your comments regarding like the comparison to rugs. Smith I'm actually on board for, I think the nuance of the position makes him obviously lowest ceiling, but highest potential to, to contribute early, consistently have a good career. I read somewhere, I don't know how uh, reliable, but that Jamar Chase isn't getting the separation you would expect or want or desire. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That has a lot to do with, that's, there's, some, there's some contingencies and dependencies on that route selection for him in the offense, blah, 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 blah. And then we're talking about Waddell. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Is the Alabama receiver thing going to be a thing soon enough? We shall find out. That Cincy team's going to be interesting, largely because Burrow is, doesn't seem to trust that, that injured knee just yet. And it doesn't help that they went and drafted a receiver, number three overall, instead of a potential franchise left tackle in Penny uh, Sewell, who you guys benefited from uh, them not taking. So... Yeah, who knows? And you're absolutely right in that they could all be ready for the best season of their life, and it comes down to Tua. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's, yeah, I'm going to be a pass on that one, but uh, but thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> let's go to let's go to Las Vegas. Yannick Ngakwe plus Max Crosby uh, combined for 15 or more regular season sacks. Oh, this feels easy. This feels like a layup, pregame layup. Let's go for it. You're in on this one? I'm All in. Right. Max Crosby is quietly one of the best players people don't talk about. Oh, my gosh. Just I want to sound like Mayock, which is ironically who lost yeah. Turn Cut on the tape. Cut on the tape of that guy. And you, even if you don't know how the position works, you're like, oh, this was one of the good ones. Well, let, okay. Here, here we go. Um, this one is not going to happen because I can tell that this – this one has not been updated for a little bit. I do not think Cam Akers is going to get 1,100 yards for the Rams this season, unfortunately. <laughs> but staying with that Los Angeles Rams team, um, and that did, I, I said it correctly and it didn't sound right, 
But <laughs> Leonard, <laughs> Leonard Floyd plus Aaron Donald combined for more than 24 and a half sacks this season. Four and a half. Big number. That is a big number. I'm going to have to push against it. It, it. it feels possible, but not probable. So I'm going to go with no here. Oh, let's see. The Chargers. What is interesting with these Chargers? I don't just want to stay. Uh, sacks here. Let's do this. Um, Austin Eckler over, is over 849.5 regular season rushing yards, plus Keenan Allen over 1,025.5 regular season receiving yards. Hmm. So again, we're betting on health here. Yeah, we are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a uh, optimist. I'm gonna say yes. I want to just find a crazy Patrick Mahomes number. Uh, <laughs> all right, and it was not hard to find in Kansas City. Um, Patrick Mahomes over four thousand nine hundred nine. 4,999.5 regular season passing yards plus Travis Kelsey over 12 and a half regular season touchdowns. Going for it because it's the Chiefs and if, the, if it happens, we're all better. And that is, that's, that's only plus 500 at Bavada. <laughs> There's something that they know, I guess, and or they're just fans of this and want this, this to happen. They want this shit to happen and I do too. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Please throw no. for 5,000 yards. I want to see. Let's go six. Let's jump five <laughs> entirely. Uh, okay. Jacksonville. The only person I want to talk about here, and uh, the only person I think any of us should want to talk about, Tim Tebow to have one plus receiving touchdown, one plus rushing touchdown, one plus passing touchdown in the 2021 regular season, plus 2,500 at Bavada. What a disgusting, despicable <laughs> prop. Bavada, yeah. I love you, but uh-huh. oh man, sometimes we just go to our worst selves and pick something. A, a, a passing touchdown? I, I, you want me to, you want us he to endure? He could that when he was a starting quarterback. Oh my God. And then, <laughs> and then you want me to see him get a, a, a handoff, maybe a backfield touch that results in six? I could maybe see a gimmicky well-schemed catch yeah not gonna happen well not even not even that it's it's not just the one you you need one plus so you need at least two rushing uh, receiving and passing touchdowns good no i'm in on it i'm you know what (laughs) i'm i'm gonna look i'm gonna put 100 down on this at plus 2500 i'm in on this i am i absolutely am i'm not joking i just let's let tebow magic man god will bless you (laughs) <laughs> if he could just keep Carson Wentz healthy this season, I'll call it. <laughs> let's go to Indy. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Very simple. The Colts to be the number one seed in the AFC, as there are no Wentz props up here right now for obvious reasons. Plus twelve hundred at Bavada. Big fat no. I already think this team is built for disappointment. Already, already set up for that. So, no. Uh, Houston, again, not. Well, things are, okay. Do you know how, um, uh, like, basketball teams have those deals with Papa John's where if they win and they score X number of points, 
yeah. you can get pieces for half price. Well, during the 76ers tanking years, the Sixers just had to score a certain number of points. They didn't even have to win. Yeah. And that, that's what this feels like right here, just trying <laughs> to find a prop for the Houston Texans. Houston Texans to just have a winning record, plus 1,200 at Pavada. <gasps> no. <laughs> no, I think I pull out my notaries. Yeah, I think you might be right about that one. But hey, what if? Uh, who knows? What if uh, they just they come out swinging, and this is maybe they're the team to bet on to win the the, the uh, Super Bowl this year. Yeah, a lot of people come swinging. Yeah, you got to make contact. You got to make contact. <laughs> uh, the, the Green Bay Packers. Let's go with. Um, Green Bay Packers to go six and zero versus the uh, versus all of their their division rivals, the NFC North plus six fifty at Bavada. Feels off brand. Feels like that's not enough for Aaron Rodgers to complain about. We're gonna have to get <laughs> one unreasonable uh, interdivision loss for him to stand on top of the organization. So six and zero is not happening. It's it's so tough to sweep the division, regardless of what regardless. division you're in. Uh, the Detroit Lions props are also not overwhelmingly positive, I will say. Uh, let's go. I would you, I'm going to let you choose. Do you want one that is DeAndre Swift and Brashad Perriman, Jamal Williams and TJ Hawkinson, uh, the number one seed, Jared Goff touchdown passes, winning record, or Romeo Aquara sacks plus Amon Ra St. Brown receiving yards? Let's go high profile Jared Goff. I think I want to be on record as what, what level I, I believe in him. Okay, I just want to put this out there, that Lions to be the number one seed in the NFC North is plus 20,000. Uh, I should so, just do it and just see what happens. It's 20 grand, man. Yeah. Uh, the, the USA team, uh, the basketball team, losing in the, uh, the pool round was plus 100,000, and they lost that first game. So oh, weird, weird, things can, I've tried weird things can happen. Sure, they won the gold medal when it was all said and yeah. done, but... That's just because Kevin Durant's good at basketball. Um, all right. Let's see. Jared Goff. Jared Goff over 21 and a half regular season touchdown passes, plus DeAndre Swift over seven and a half regular season rushing touchdowns, plus TJ Hawkinson over 775.5 regular season rushing yards, plus 550 at Bavada. Receiving yards, yeah, I'm going with. I'm going for this. Golf will have 22 touchdowns. Swift will have eight rushing touchdowns. Hawkinson will have like 950 yards. I think he might break a thousand. Let's do it. Let's do it. But this is a yes. It's a yes. Ironic that the only yes you would issue this entire time <laughs> to your uh, to your team. Um, we still a lot left here. We're not going to go through everybody. Um, Cleveland Browns, Jarvis Landry plus Odell Beckham Jr. to combine for over 1,999.5 regular season receiving yards plus 190 at Pavada. This might be the year. This actually might be the year that it looks like that off is scary. Yeah, it feels like if you, I'm, I'm expecting a big year from Odell this year. Me too. Uh, okay, well, here you go. You, you were talking about this guy earlier. Jamar Chase over 1,249 and a half 
regular season rushing yards plus Joe Mixon over seven and a half rushing touchdowns plus 650 at Bavada. Yeah, I do. Actually, I do believe in Jamal Chase. Jamal Chase, sorry. Mm -hmm. I really do. 1,200 yards worth. No, again, too many dependencies. So I'm cool with the mix of that, to be completely honest. But 1,200, too much for me. It's a spread the ball around group as it is. Whoever emerges as the top guy, I mean, I guess they might hit 12, but it won't be, it won't be Chase. So I'm going to go no. Your Jamal Jamar thing just reminded me that there's a there's a uh, a freshman defensive back at Alabama, pretty good player too, by the way, uh, highly rated prospect. His name is Kool Aid McKinstry. I don't even did not compute. <laughs> yep, cool. It is literally K O O L dash A I D McKinstry. Did not compute. At some point, you probably, we shouldn't have total ability to name our kids whatever we want. Yeah, there has to be a doctor in the room, <laughs> a specified name doctor, like that, that's, that has majored in socialism. Yeah. A socialistic ideology. Like, this won't go well in the state that we're in inside. So, try again. Yeah, I'm just going to say Kool Aid's probably not getting a, <laughs> that first call back for an office job. That sucks. It sucks so bad because. <laughs> First of all, it's an outdated drink. It's exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. It's like Dr. Pibb. <laughs> Waited too long. Uh, all right. The last one we're going to go with, uh, you can pick the team. Are we going Buffalo, Baltimore, Arizona, or Atlanta? I want to go Arizona. Interesting squad. All right. Arizona. Let's find a good one here at the end. All right. This is involved. Mm -hmm. So we're we're gonna go with let me just mark this. We're gonna go with JJ Watt plus Chandler Jones to have at least twenty four and a half regular season sacks, plus Buddha Baker to have at least one hundred and two and a half regular season tackles. That's plus twelve hundred at Pavada. Oh, uh, let's go yes for this. Yes, go let's go yes for this. Here's why. The AFC West. It, there's a lot of it, it reminds me a little bit of uh what like the 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 pack 12 i guess whatever slash um big 12 high volume like mm. the way the teams are set up like a lot of high volume stats it doesn't mean these guys are the best at their positions or whatnot but just the flow of the game stuff. so i'm gonna go yes here just because there'll be stats to get and these are the guys that can this is Jason Babin playing the wide nine, getting 19 sacks in a season. Let's do it. Not a good time to be a Philadelphia Eagles fan. <laughs> All right. Well, how excited are you? Uh, last thing here. How excited are you to actually watch Detroit Lions football this week? I am ecstatic. I want to know the ins and outs of this team. I want to learn what this electricity that may be building via social media and in the surrounding area is. I just want to see what it feels like uh, on the field. Everyone, everyone in the city, everyone being asterisk is pretty, pretty excited. So I want that. I want to see how that, uh, that translates. And most importantly, the teams we love will be on the field playing football. And that's all that matters. That's all. <clears throat> that's it for this week's episode of the underdog NFL show for Mario Hines. I'm Chris Horwardell. Thanks for listening. We will see you back here next time.